are live for the last episode of the season of the RZ Podcast. No Ikem this week, no Toph this week. We have our man Brett filling in. <laughs> there he is, waving to everyone. Welcome, Brett. That's great, Hi, for, the, that's great for the recording. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing good. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Oh, yeah, oops. Watch it live, it's fun. It's I'm fun. Sure we, we, we got a playoff, you know, podcast here, and all three of us are in the playoffs, so... You know, we get to talk about we get to talk about ourselves for a few hours. I guess it's kind of good we kicked Toph off, right? Because I'm yeah. hoping he doesn't make it in. I come would have fine to have. He could have stayed, but he mm-hmm. had, you know, family things to attend to. So it is what it is. Pat, if you want to get us started, we will go around the league, talk about some of these playoff matchups, talk about who's in right now, talk about who's on the bubble, talk about all of these crazy tiebreakers that are to be happening. Yeah. So we'll start over in the AFC, which if we just kind of want to go through who's Running their divisions, you got the Jets going in at eleven and four. You got How about let's let's pause there. How about that, by the way? You guys thought I was dead in the water early on. Look who wins the AFC's crown yet again. I don't I think I wanna, ever I said you say, weren't winning the AFC's. Eh, early on, it, it didn't look good. You had a lot to say weeks one through five. I had a lot you to say a, about your quarterback. You had a lot to say. I, I can still say a lot about that quarterback, but that's, it had nothing to do with whether or not you would win that division. That's fine. Well, we were, we didn't look good. But, all right, go ahead and move on. So then you get the Broncos, also at 11-4. and four. Um, The Chiefs, just losing to you, will make it so they have no chance at somehow getting a tiebreaker for the division. So the Broncos are going to win that division. Steelers yep. at 12-3 and three will win the division. Jaguars at 10-5 and five will win the division. Which then brings <clears> us <throat> to this race, which is the AFC West versus JP. <laughs> is pretty. I mean, the Chiefs are in most. Le- I don't. I don't think they can lose three different tiebreakers with the seven and four conference record. Um, I don't believe so. I, they should be pretty safe. The Raiders, if they win, will jump the Chiefs because they're going to be sitting there with a four and two versus a three and three divisional, and they split during the season. So if the Raiders can win this week, they will jump the Chiefs. Um. I forget who the Raiders are playing. Let's take a look at that. They've got the Falcons, which that game kicked. Did that game kick off? Well, they're playing tonight. Yes. Later on. So they get the Falcons. So I mean, that's a you know two playoff game teams are going to battle it out. I can't really say which way it's going to go. And I think the Chargers have the easier game if I remember right. Yeah, I think they play the Texans if I remember correctly. That, that sounds moment. right. And then the Bills had the Bengals. The Bills have the Patriots week Patriots. 17, which so, should be a, which should be a win for him even without his quarterback. It's it's, um, it's weird when you look at it cuz I'm probably going to pencil the Bills and the um Chargers in for wins going to 10-6. The Raiders technically have the best tiebreaker wise stuff, but there's a chance that they sit it go to 9 and 7. They have the hardest game out of the three. But when you look at the Bills, they would beat the Chargers for the tiebreaker. So they need the Raiders to lose and the Chargers to win because unless they have a head-to-head, their conference records, the Chargers are only going to be 6-6 six and six versus an 8-3 and three or 8-4 and four Bills record. So, or 9-3. and three. Is that right? When's the last time JP made the playoffs ever? Like, the most Year. recent year one this cycle, year he two did. this cycle. Yeah, he went into the playoffs and Allen got hurt. And then That's uh, right. he had That's to play, right. play McDonald in the playoffs and it wasn't pretty. But, yeah. I mean, Allen got hurt, so you you know, you know give him a pass there. Um, yeah, I mean, if you look at it, the Raiders absolutely have the toughest game this week. Um, kind of crazy because if you look in the game at the playoff predictor thing that they do, which I would assume takes Madden Tibers into effect, um, it says the Chargers are the seventh seed currently, so we'll see how that kind of plays out. Um, you know, once these Week 17 games go final, but yeah, I mean Buffalo, even without their quarterback, they should be able to play New England, go get a W. Uh, that defense is still really, really good. Um, Bates is still really good. Knox is still really good. Swift is still good. So I mean, the team is is overall very good. Um, it's yeah, it's going to be interesting because you know if you get all of these teams, say they all win and they're all at ten and six, then it's you know, we really don't have a clue what they're going to do here. You assume the Raiders are going to get in. Raiders and Chargers, but I mean, is it because like the Chargers, like the I feel like the Bills have the tiebreaker over the Chargers. Did they play this year? Um, I don't know who the Bills played from the West. We could look that up. They played, there. and the Chargers beat them forty-seven, forty-four. So that's why the Chargers are going to have right. The Chargers did beat them. Yep. So the Chargers will be in. So JP needs one of those two teams. They to need, lose, he needs the Raiders and the Chargers to lose to get in. 
almost, because they both have tiebreakers over them, I think. Well, no, if Raiders lose, then the Raiders will drop to 9-7, and seven and JP will be 10-6, and six and JP will get in, because he has a better record. So he needs yeah. one of those two teams to lose. But if the Raiders win and the Chargers lose, does he... Now I'm yeah, just... if it's always JP wins, yeah, because he'll yeah. have one more win. So they all win, he's out. Right. So so right now the Raiders and the Chargers both have a win-and-in scenario. Mm-hmm. The Bills have a win, and they need help for one them loss. to be able to... Yeah, to now, get it. Now, we're, we're forgetting here, the Chiefs are at 10-6. and six. Does he also have, like, does he have a... Because they're looking at him being a game behind the Chiefs in the scenarios we have here. But if he wins, and the Chiefs also are going to be at 10-6, is, is there a chance that the Chiefs lose out to the Bills? Uh, we'd have to look at their, <laughs> their conference <laughs> schedule, but I... I don't know. I mean, who did he lose to? It was a, probably a lot of divisional games, I would assume. I'm trying to look at I have it all now. I'm just seeing, I'm making sure they didn't play. Um, so the Chiefs are going to be conference-wise 7 and 5. The Bills if they win would be 9 and 3. So, so the Chiefs could still get bumped here. Yeah, the Chiefs could get bumped if everyone wins. The Chiefs oh. could get bumped out it's like. Can I mean, you imagine that? <laughs> from you know being the team that had it to losing in week 17 they were a two lost team like a few weeks ago last time we did this they looked fantastic yeah i mean they were my super bowl pick <laughs> I, I plan on speaking about them a little later in this podcast if but you know we're looking at a scenario that they're not even in so they're not even a team we should be talking about but as of right now we have to assume we're gonna, odds, we're gonna talk about all the bubble teams so the, the odds I are mean, definitely in their favor to be in um but i mean so right now if, if you guys had to guess who do you think the playoff teams are? Let's assume the Chiefs are out if everyone wins. So it'd be then it would be the Bills, Raiders, Chargers. I think the Raiders are going to miss. Yeah. I, I like the Falcons. I think that Kelly's passing game is playing really well. Uh, and that defense is very good. His, his That Falcons defense is playing lights out right now. So I think that as long as he can limit turnovers and not just let Tico just chuck it up to rugs all game long, I think that he'll be okay. Tico has shown in the past that these high-pressure games, he has been dreadful in this cycle. And he can say that I'm picking on him and I'm mean to him and whatever other bullshit he wants to come up with. It's a fact. He has not been good in, in big games. You look at it last year, he lost Week 17. That would have given him the division. He went into the playoffs. What do you do? He got bounced in the first round. The first year he made the playoffs, his only other playoff appearance, what happened? He went in, he went one and done. So, I mean, he has not had a good playoff record. I don't think he has a playoff win. He's 0-2 or 0-3 so far this cycle. And he hasn't been good in competitive Week 17 games either. Now, him being out of those teams of four that has the toughest, well, the three remaining that have the toughest matchup, I do think the Falcons can get him. Brett, what are your thoughts? I think that, uh, similar to what you think, the high-pressure games, I don't know if it's just high-pressure games, but quality of opponents. I mean, over a 16-week, or 16-game season, you're going to be kind of playing some duds here and there. And then when you get to the playoffs, it's it's a buzzsaw. And if you're only if you your gimmicks just aren't going to work all the time. So rugs isn't going to work all the time. You're playing against people who know how to game plan. And playoff football is different, even in the red zone. I mean, you still run the same similar plays, but there's a lot more pressure. And like I said, people are putting in more time game plan-wise, and they're just better opponents. So I agree. Um and I also agree that he's probably, out of every, all the scenarios we kind of just laid out, he's probably the one that, that drops off. Yeah, but the one thing you look at is there's a good chance the Falcons sit some players. You know, they're sitting at 10-5. and They've won their division. They're locked into the three seed right now. But, for but he that, can be number one. The one yeah. seed is very up grabs on the NFC But side. the thing is, he doesn't have a tiebreaker over you, I don't think. And so I, then he has to – he, he needs – the, both the Cardinals or 49ers to both lose so they don't go to 12 wins. You know, and so like, he's trying to get to 11. He needs both those guys to lose their games, and he needs you to lose your game, which... Yeah, it's a stretch. You know, for him to really jump up, so there's not... The odds aren't great he's jumping up, and so there's a good chance he maybe, you know, sits some players, takes the week off, which would give Tico the chance. You know, it's still... like the, It's a harder game than the other two, even if he's sitting people. I right, I mean... I said that half my team against Spitta, and look what happened. It was yeah. a fucking blowout. So, I mean, it, you know, that stuff that JP didn't have Allen last week against me, and it was a three-point game, you know? So, like, just because, you know, certain guys aren't playing short, it makes the road less 
you know, difficult, but it doesn't mean it's a game. Guys are still going to try to win. Kelly's not just going to roll over, especially against Tico, and just let him walk into the playoffs. If he can keep him out, he is going to try to keep him out. I promise you that. Yeah, so and he's, the Falcons also have this receiver that they're still trying to make sure wins this rookie of the year. So mm-hmm. he's still getting him the ball. Mm-hmm. He's not going to roll over. Yeah. Right. So, so if I was to say right now, I think I'm going to say that the Bills, Chiefs, Chargers are the wild card teams we see out of the AFCs. Out of the AFC, I think we all kind of agree. Um, yeah. King John says Raiders won by one. Did they play tonight? See, I thought I saw a post there that I, I saw them. We has week seventeen games over. I don't. I don't know. That's what he said in chat. Oh yeah, just one final in game. All right, so they won twenty to nineteen. So scratch so, all of yeah. that. Yeah, all of it. <laughs> so the Raiders have, are at ten and six. Thanks, King John. Chargers. The Chiefs Wait. are at ten and six. So really, right now, what we're looking at is the Bills need to win and have the Chargers lose. Um, or if the Chargers okay. win, the Chiefs are out, and if the Bills also win. So I'm going to say that I think the Chiefs are out, and it's the only. I, I don't see JP losing, right? Yeah, so, so and the Chargers and, really don't have a tough matchup either. I think he matches up really well. Like I, that I is think, unfortunate. Yeah, so I think there's a good chance the Chiefs <laughs> knock out, and what that ends up making me play the Raiders. I don't know. Everything's going to get jumbled. <laughs> I mean, I just don't see. I think that the Texans, the way that uh, Metal Skull plays and the way he throws interceptions and how inefficient he's been with Deshaun Watson, going against that secondary and that defense Ian Johns has put together, I just don't see any way in which he uh, he blows that game. I, I really like Ian Johns' team. Yeah, I'm giving it to the Chargers every time. Yeah, so that is a that's not something we'd expect, and I don't know if Spinner knows this is a possibility yet, but <laughs> let's go find out. I, I mean, we could be wrong. You know, the, we've seen these with the, the three, four teams from one division kind of mixing up. But it seems that they always kind of favor going to the other division. So I think Bill, the Bills have the favor here of getting in. Because the way the tiebreakers go into, I think, their own divisions first opens up a spot for the Bills. But I have no idea how it's really going to work. But from how yeah. I look at it, I think the Bills have can outbeat the Chiefs and get in. Can you imagine? What a collapse, man. <laughs> That would be something if he really just dropped off like that after, you know, the good season he started. Like, he was really good at one point, right? Like, yeah. He had to be, like, 12-2 and two at some point. I mean, Mahomes got suspended at one point, I think, and or was injured. But I think it was a suspension because it was only a week or two. And then it all kind of fell apart even after he came back. He just wasn't the same team. So he was 10-3, and three and he's lost three straight to end the season. He's 2-5 and five in the last seven weeks. Yeah, I, you know, I'm going to figure about it a little more in the biggest pretender section if he does go in, which I don't think he will at this point, but it's possible that, you know, the way he's been playing is just not what I saw the Chiefs as earlier in the season when I lost to him. So 2-5 and five to end the season, that means he started off 8-2? and two. Yeah, sounds about right. He was on fire. Wow. No, no, 2-5 and five to end the season would mean he started out 8-1. and one. He's ten and six to finish. Ten and six, yeah. You're he right. has had kind of a rough stretch. Yeah, I mean it's not an easy road, right? Like he plays the Steelers, which Steelers have proven that they're the real deal. They're proven. Yeah. I mean, even before that, look at the schedule. So you start at week nine. <laughs> he plays the Broncos. He loses to the Broncos. Okay, short divisional game against a good team. Then you have the Raiders week ten that you win by two touchdowns. All right, we're looking good. Like this is the peak right now. And then starts the really rough stretch where he gets, you know, loses by 14 to the Steelers. He blows out the Saints, which is not saying much. Then he loses by 18 to the Falcons at home. Um, he is able to pick up a win in Denver against the Broncos, which is great. And you're like, all right, cool. Like, now we're set. We look good. We have a good spot, to, good shot to win the division. Aston just got that sim loss he shouldn't have got. Like, he's sitting pretty. And then he loses to the Raiders by six. He loses to the Chargers by 12. And then he gets, you know, beat up today against me. Uh and, and now he might be on the outside looking in. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't get that sim to win. He, we're not even talking about any of this. He's out. Yeah, if you start, Alf, that's actually fortunate. Well, that's that kind of. Su- <laughs> yeah, so if, you, if you start back with the Steelers when this kind of downfall started, that was the second game of the Patrick Mahomes suspension. One without Patrick Mahomes against the Raiders. So Which he has impressive. that. He has that game. Then he continues in these seven weeks, and this isn't counting the game that. You know, the stats were... How many picks did he have against you? How many Three. Picks? Mahomes was gone by any, early third quarter. Any touchdowns? He, did Mahomes throw any touchdowns? 
No, he threw two pick sixes. Okay, so that would have put him at no like, defense outscored his offense. Today. In, in the past way. seven weeks, he would have had six touchdowns and thirteen interceptions. Like that's the throwing stats he put up. And one of those games was with some other guy, but of those seven games, six of them were with Mahomes, and it was you know six to six for thirteen. So really, just wasn't doing what he had been doing earlier on in the season. Earlier in the year, yeah, it's a it's a bad finish for him. I mean, there's there's no way around it. Um, so let's move over to the NFC. I think we've kind of ironed out. We'll, we'll give more yeah. predictions about you know who's going to win some playoff games and who we think is going to make a run later on. But we'll move over to the NFC now. Let me pull back up kind of what the standings are looking like here. Um, so we'll start and get the NFC North. The Washington football team is going to win that no matter what happens this week. You move on to the NFC West. The Cardinals or 49ers, both of them are going to go to the playoffs. One will win the division. One will be the fifth seed, most likely. The Vikings are going to win their division. The Falcons are going to win their division. So that brings into a race of only two spots open because we know the Niners are going. or Cardinals are going. Yep. Yeah, the Niners are going. So you get the Bucks, Seahawks, Cowboys, who are winning in. Um, they have one win over everyone else. And the Eagles. So you have three teams at eight and seven. Let's start with the Cowboys. Let's look at who they play because if they win, you know they they play they play Brett. <laughs> That's a tough game, week seventeen. Yeah, and I don't Brett. Are you sitting people? What's your game plan there? I'm not sitting anybody. All right, so that's a hard game for him to win. So let's just for the fun of this, put him at nine and seven. Let's let's put the Cowboys at a loss. I I agree. So then you have the Eagles playing. The pretty Bengals. sure he has an easy game. Yeah, but which... also I don't think. Hertz is playing. Is he still suspended? I don't think it matters. And no, he got suspended in week 14, so this should be his first game back. So that should be a game he can win. And so then we come down, we get the Seahawks, who are going to be playing. Seahawks have the Niners. That's which a... I'm, Arnis is going to play his guys because he wants to he win wants the division. He wants to win the division. And That's what, a tough game. Win the division and possible one seed. Um, the Falcons are 10-6. Then you get the Bucks, who are going to be playing the Panthers, who are 4-11. So, I mean, this, let's, let's say the Seahawks lose. Let's take, like, they could win, but even if they do win, their conference records are 6-5. and five. They're most likely not getting any tiebreakers. I think the Bucks could win, and I think the Eagles could win and the Cowboys could lose. Which puts us at some crazy tiebreaker between the Eagles and Cowboys, unless they didn't split. And the Bucks should walk in. The they Bucks and they also have a tiebreaker over the Cowboys, which helps them. They yeah, them they have the head. best thing. So then, if we go to the Eagles' schedule, let's see here. So we try to get an idea. They so the beat, Eagles beat the Cowboys in Week 15, yeah, and then they and lost, to them. and then they lost to them, and they both are going to have. I no, they won. They won both. Of the Eagles won both. They did. I misread. Yeah, I misread both. too. Oh, uh, he won 27, yeah. 20, so, 20, yeah. 27, Yeah, Eagles. If they win, so Eagles over Cowboys are in, Pretty and Cowboys if they lose are out. If the Bucks also win, I would have to assume that he has a cap tiebreaker over the Cowboys because the Eagles will knock the Cowboys down, and the Cowboys will get knocked out again by the Bucks if the Bucks win. So, Bucks and Eagles are. Cowboys have to if the Cowboys don't win, they are most likely out unless the Eagles end. not true or the Seahawks could lose. So what I think is gonna happen, I think that <laughs> you're gonna get Philly as the sixth seed. You're gonna get Dallas dropping down a spot to the seventh seed. And I think that Cat is gonna go eight and eight and just miss the playoffs. But what with the if the Bucks win, they knock out the Cowboys. Right, the Bucks are there too. Yeah. yeah so and the Bucks <laughs> we're gonna have we're gonna have the Eagles scratching and clawing and <laughs> somehow getting in as the sixth seed. You're going to have the Bucks miraculously getting in as a seventh seed. And, and the, Cowboys the Cowboys are going to miss again. And the Seahawks <laughs> are going to miss again. So if we talk differently and, some oh other, and the Cowboys win tonight or, or beat, not, I don't know if it's tonight, but beat you, Weed, they're in. So then you have the Eagles and Bucks. Do the Bucks should have a tiebreaker over the Eagles just based on, I'm just looking at conference records. The Cal- the Bucks would have the better conference record, which I you think would give them. So no, the Eagles beat the Bucks in week two. They did forty one thirty one. Yes. <laughs> so Adele just has all the tiebreakers. Oh somehow. my god! This so Adele, guy's right. Adele, Adele, I need to roll player. over. I need to roll over for the fucking Cowboys, don't I? So Adele's a yeah. win in then, pretty much. Well, he, no, he, he still needs help. He still needs the Cowboys to lose. Why? Yeah. Um, the Cowboys he has, currently 
if the Cowboys win, up. he has the tiebreaker. Actually, he has the tiebreaker over the Bucks. Puff, but does he have the tiebreaker over Seattle? Seattle wins. I have no idea. But that's a, <laughs> but that's assuming. I think Puff. Adele is going to be a winner. Then I mean, yeah, I, I think he has so. he has a lot of tiebreakers. I, I don't think Seattle's going to win. I, I really the don't think Seattle's going to win. Uh, bracket has the Seahawks as that seed. Interesting. Well, that's because they I don't have know. the same record right now. Yeah, but then it's gonna it's gonna put the right guy in there, right? Whoever it thinks. How uh, we determine this? That's what I would expect. I'm going to expect that the bracket that they have set up is correct because their tiebreaker should be in place here when you're looking at this stupid thing, right? It, it, all the tiebreakers shouldn't kick in after week 17. The whole thing changes. Right. I mean, it's EA, so it wouldn't surprise me. But I mean, it yeah. should have. Yeah, I mean, we're not looking at similar schedules and all this other stuff. And right, I, I don't know, like. It goes to a lot, but I'm assuming the Seahawks lose. I, I'm going to yeah. lean that way, yeah. My so, money's on the Niners. So I'm, I'm kind of keeping them out of confusing this even more. And so that's why I kind of have my money on the Eagles sneaking their way in and the Bucks possibly sneaking their way in also and the Cowboys somehow falling from grace unless they win today or tonight. Or what a predicament this puts me in. I mean, not really, because either way, you're getting Adele you, in. There's no way you get Adele out. Right, Adele if he wins. You need the so, you need the Seahawks to win. You need to somehow teach, you know, Cad how to beat the Niners. He beat the Niners earlier in the year. Yeah, won't let us forget that. So, <laughs> so you just need to hope he does it again, because that that's your best chance of having the Eagles. Yeah, knocked out. <laughs> Shit. But have you been destroying the Eagles? Like, why do you care? Yeah, I mean, you swept them this year, right? So. He, hey, he told me it's regular seasons, so whatever. I, I, You never know. He went the whole way last time, last year. It's hard, so it's I, hard to beat a team three times. I think they say that. I trust, I trust playing playing against Cad more than I do Adele, I'll tell you that. Of course. So Most people would say that. Yeah. All right, let's move on. I think we have an idea of what we think yeah. the playoffs are going to look like. We'll get into more about what we think is going to happen later on. I, it, it's funny that the, in every division there's going to be this team that you got the Chiefs that <laughs> like are going to fall from grace and the Cowboys are also going to fall from grace. And they were the teams with the better records going into it, you know, in the final week. So it's definitely an interesting one to watch. So let's move on to we'll do some a hot slice. We're going to everyone talk about pick a team that they – you know, they really like going to the playoffs. They've been real hot down the stretch here. If any of us are doubled up once we announce, we will um just, you know, climb on and talk about that team. But Weed, we'll let you start. You got a hot team? Uh, my hot team is the Falcons. Yeah, you like the Falcons. I like the Falcons. Interesting. Any, any reason behind it? I played them earlier this season. They're <laughs> really good. Uh, they're the real deal. I like hearing that because for this entire podcast this cycle i've been saying that they're going to be good and it's maybe happening the defense works and it doesn't make sense but it does um and then kelly's always been good on on the offense his offensive user and then he's got that hot new rookie who he's he checks all the boxes and my defense i feel like my defense is one of the best and it sometimes it didn't matter so i mean that that Puts you up higher on my list, and just because he's he has, I, I feel like we're seeing Kelly kind of come into into the Kelly that we all expected expected him to at the beginning of the cycle. Like he's had a couple seasons now where he's kind of right there, and he's just he's this close from taking it to like that next level mentally. I feel like he's been kind of casual up until like the last couple seasons, and now he's kind of really. He's got all the pieces together. He's got the team he wants. He's starting to get these kind of blue chip players like that rookie receiver. And it's just, it's time for, you know, put the, was it all gas, no breaks? Something yeah, like that. This, this is such a humble brag by Weed. Like, over the past nine weeks of this kind of stretch coming into the playoffs, the Eagles, up until just learning about them losing to the Raiders, had only lost one game. And it was this game that Weed's talking about where he played the Falcons a couple weeks ago and he was so good. Weed's the only person to beat him in the past nine weeks. Nice. So Weed's sitting here saying that this is this hot team out of the playoffs and how great they were when they played, but he's the one who beat them in this whole, yeah. what could have been a nine-week win streak. So a yeah. little, little humble brag there. Yeah. Moji, who do you got that you think's hot? I, I, I think we might have be, the same people. But. It's got to be Denver. I mean, oh, we're off. <laughs> okay. I mean, so he blows out the Browns. Then he gets that game where he didn't get his sim to win set against the Panthers, takes that L. 
And then he loses to the Chiefs in a tight game in Week 14. But then he rebounds from that, blows out the Colts 35-7, to blows out the Bears 2-13. You know he's going to blow out the Ravens whenever they decide to play. Um, he's been real good all year. He should be competing for the one seed, but, you know, that sim obviously happens. So, you know, as long as King John takes care of business, he's going to have that locked up. But there's a very two, a very good two seed, sorry. Um, I mean, this team has blown teams out all year. I don't want to run into them in the playoffs. It, it's only a matter of time till you know, he kind of turns it back on and things click again for him. And I, I think that he looks good. He won a lot of games this year without a starting quarterback. And now that lock is back, I think that playoffs are going to get here. He's going to roll and they're going to be tough to beat. And whenever he beat the Colts, Colts are like the number one passing offense. I, they're the, I think they're number one offense in general, but number one passing offense. And then they were number one rushing offense for a while. I think they're down to fifth, uh, but they held them to seven points. Like, that's a good job. That's that's a good job. And he so, did, man. yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're a good team. Yeah, I mean, when I first looked, I was, I was thinking the Broncos, but it was kind of those losses to the Raiders and the Chiefs. Sure. I mean, those those are... Those are division. It's yeah, so hard to put it's it. Tough, on but those. so I moved over to the Cardinals. The you know Super Bowl defending champions are hot again. They're they're six and one over the past seven weeks, Cardinals. and they're six and one in the past seven weeks. They only lost to the Cowboys, and that was kind of during the Cowboys you know run of greatness. And that was an overtime like crazy yeah. end of a game. A lot of turnovers. So I mean, there was a couple fumbles. So most likely going to beat the Packers, and they'll be a they'll be a he's going to. He's going to dominate the Packers be a tie, And I think the Niners will win also, and I think the Cardinals have the tiebreaker to win the division. So um, they'll kind of go on to take the – yeah, they uh, they split, but I think they still have that tiebreaker. So they're, they're going to go on to win the division. But during this 6-1 and run, what's so impressive is Kyler's put up 20 touchdowns and six interceptions, you know, in the past seven weeks. He, like, he's just playing unbelievable. And, you know, there, there's games in there that, you know, five touchdowns to zero, three touchdowns to zero, four touchdowns to zero. Like, the offense has become dominant. And, you know, they're averaging 30 points a game. But the defense is also, you know, a top five in the league. Easily. They're, that defense is so good. Besides letting up rushing, like, they're 18th in rushing yards allowed. But everything else, points allowed, passing yards allowed, you know, their yards allowed, they're top five. And when you have an offense that's just clicking – like the AR with Kyler right now, I mean, they're going to be real dangerous getting it coming into these playoffs. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. to see them make another run. They're a super complete team, right? I mean, and I think if you look at the NFC as a whole, there's like, there's three teams here I think are complete teams that can win on both sides of the ball, and they don't really have like that Achilles heel. And I, you know, two of them play in the West, and then the other ones are co-hosts tonight. So, um I, I think it's a three-team race in the NFC, regardless of how things shake out. But that's why you play the games, right? Let's yep. see what happens. All right, so we'll move over to a cold slice. I'll I'll start us out on the cold slice. And, you know, originally I was, you know, before we talked about this, I picked the team. And I didn't know if they were going to be a playoff team. We kind of ran through it now, and it looks like they most likely will be. And it's the Eagles. They're 1-6 over the past Weird. seven. Who, who picked them last episode? Yeah, and but, like, they lost to the Giants. I mean... The Vikings was a sim, but I think he was losing when it disconnected anyway, if I remember right. Someone said that. I didn't watch Losses it. Losses to the Saints. I did not watch it Also, I mean, the Steelers, Washington football team, Niners, you know, you can't really. So the Saints was an AP game, too. Right, so he's had a bunch, but during those seven weeks, there's been 20 interceptions thrown. He didn't meet his carries against the Steelers. Lost Hurts for a couple. Like, this is, it's just a mess of a thing to then somehow still. He's had a lot of disconnects. He's very frustrated with this season, but. But to still most likely from what we're he's gonna sneak in, sneak into the playoffs and like yeah, you could say he's a cold size going to the playoffs. That'd be the team I'm most scared of. It takes Mm. frustrated, not winning. So I mean, so the the thing is, and it's I don't know why I haven't watched all his games. I haven't watched many games at all. But I feel like him being ranked 24th in rush yards a game is pretty astounding because if you think about it, my dad has been a thousand yard back. You know, I would think every season, barring injury, right? Like the guy's been fantastic. Um, yeah. I mean, it's almost I mean, a thousand yard back this year. I mean, he's eight hundred forty-five right. yards. 
Right, you know, but the team is not running the ball the way that they have in the past. He's averaging 86.2 yards a game, which is definitely down from years, you know, the past few seasons. Um, you know, and the defense is very middle of the pack, where in the past we've seen a real strong Adele defense, especially that front four um, with the super stacked D lines that he's had. And, and his secondary has been good in the past as well. So I do think that this is a little bit of a downgrade roster-wise from what he's been working with. Um, it just seems like he went through a couple of changes, replaced a couple of guys, and, you know, it maybe, I don't want to say didn't pan out, but maybe it's just been a longer adjustment than it used to. But something is not clicking the way that it usually is with him. But, again, you know, once he gets in the playoffs, it's, it's a whole different ball game, and we'll see what happens. I mean, it's kind of just been a middle-of-the-pack season all right. Look at what Hurts has done, 20 touchdowns, 19 interceptions, you know, thrown at 66%. His Teddy Bridgewater's kind of done around the same-ish He's being sacked a lot, you know. It's just and so yeah, maybe maybe he's trying to throw the ball more. He's got some more turnovers going on in the run game. He didn't de- depend on it a little much, you know. Who knows what he was trying to do different? But I mean, it really hasn't worked out. Roster wise, they're in a transition. Yeah, um, their secondary is not what it used to be. He they, they did draft the Joshua Lawton, the guy. I think he's, he's a pretty high front to replace uh, Darius Slay. He He's, a, he's had two good corners, and, he, and Darius Lee, I think, has the acrobat. That dude just catches picks, and he shuts people yeah, down. So, so he, he's always had those two good corners to kind of cover up that kind of thing. And then his defensive line is not is as it used to be. He just has Cox. That's basically it. Now, true, it's been to it has been okay, but uh, it, he didn't really make a difference in our game. But whenever I game plan against him, it was on offense. His attack is his weak tackles. He has weak tackles offensively. And then defensively, his secondary is not what he used to be. So I just wasn't I wasn't worried about getting the rush, and I wasn't worried about his corners. So I think the biggest issue for them is what, like you said, the sacks and then the secondary. So it's yeah, and kind of those structural pieces on his team are, are why you see an eight and seven record. I'm just looking at the the passing stats. Through, like he's thrown the ball a lot. You know, he has 522 pass attempts. I'm just comparing to myself at 376. I mean that's between his two quarterbacks and between the two quarterbacks, you don't run the ball. I mean, you don't pass the but, ball. But this is coming back to us saying before, like he had a strong run game, but he's now throwing twenty six touchdowns to twenty seven interceptions. He has three thousand yard receivers right now. I wonder if he's trying to push that. Uh, Jalen Hurts is only star dev. He's twenty six and seventy nine overall. I wonder if he put he's pushing for that dev increase. Yeah, this, this guy Jeremiah Barrett. I, I when I first his, when I first looked at his stats, I was like, this guy must be a a rookie or the way he's putting. I mean, he has twelve hundred yards. He's his number one receiver. Receptions are you know ten to twenty more than the other two wide receivers, not combined, but just respectively. And he has thirteen touchdowns. The next highest touchdown is um, Jalen Rager at four. So. I mean, Barrett's not a rookie. That guy's no, amazing. he's not. No, he's, I, he's three or four years in. I just when yeah. I when I looked real quick, I was I was like, maybe he's he's pushing a rookie, and you know, it's kind of fucking up his offensive game plan a little bit. But I, yeah, it's just it's too many interceptions, and it's a pass heavy game. I don't know if that's what the difference been. Maybe he's he's throwing interceptions, the turnovers. He's not getting turnovers on defense, and he's having to battle out games that he didn't have to before. And they're just not falling his way. I bet if we looked at a lot of these scores, they're they're close games. Um, and like we said before, a lot of them, you know, he had a lot of sims and disconnects. And he's got a lot of mouths to feed in terms of offensive talent. Yeah, like yeah. he's got four, five receivers that need the ball. And he's no, got that shit matters in the playoffs. The I promise yeah. you, Miles Sanders getting twenty five touches yeah. a game. In the yeah, one hundred percent. I promise you, all of these passing sets will not matter. Nothing's going to matter. You he's going teams to don't play as aggressive in the playoffs either like it's a different game to a point absolutely not so yeah. you know you'll have more chances to kind of you know there's a few more punts sometimes you know yeah it's not everyone going for them fourth down yeah i saw spitted do that with you earlier there moji yeah. nice. what happened that fake punt got shut down no 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 he went for it on fourth <laughs> down too you sacked him remember oh yeah the beginning of that game was the ugly. fake punt the fake punt was just i didn't see the fake punt, but he went. For, he actually went for it on like a fourth and five, four yeah. or something from the fifty okay. or the forty. I trust my defense. Please go for it on fourth down. Thank <laughs> hey, you. Please. Why not? So, Especially in my territory. Please. So we'll do another cold slice. Um, Moji, let go for this one. Who do you got? 
Yeah, I mean, uh, how is it not Philly, right? I was going to double up from yeah. last week. Hey, we can double and triple up if we want to. So, uh, yeah, Especially if it's Adele, we could just pile on, and I don't really think it matters. Um, I don't really know. Who, who he's else bu- can you he's like about? a bunch in defense. Like, it's just it's, – it's not going good. And I mean, actually, nope. He's made me not be a bottom 10 defense. I'm a bottom 10 defense. I was looking at my own team there. So <laughs> you love to hear that. I'm glad you finally admitted that. Points allowed. I am a 20th place overall. You know, probably the worst in the playoffs. Cat is probably the most difficult person to really get a gauge of like, where is this? Like, what is this team? Like, look at his schedule. He starts know. the year 0 2. He loses a close game to the Lions. Like, if you want to be a playoff team, you can't lose to the Lions. I'm yeah. sorry. Then he gets blown <laughs> out by Brett. Then he blows out Ernest. It's like, all right, well, what are we? Then gets blown out by Jim. The fact that you let Jim score 32 is astounding to me. Then you I beat up how many Spencer. It had to be like six. Then yeah. he, you, you beat up Spencer. You beat Ramesu, right? Then you lose to JP. You get blown out by Jim again. How? How do you lose two games to Jim in a season? Then you squeeze by the Packers, you beat up the Vikings, then you beat the Dolphins, you beat up the Bears, you lose to the Jets, you lose to the Cardinals, you beat up the Pats. It's like he plays a good team and he beats them, and then he plays a good team and he gets blown out. And it's just, I don't, like, he loses to bad teams. He blows out, like, I don't get it. It's so up and down. There's no consistency at all with that. But what do you expect? It's, it's the same way he, like, GMs a team, you know? It's like all of a sudden it's like, oh, he, that, that was kind of a good move, and then he does horrible moves right after, like, you know, so... Yeah, it's a little confident, just enough to crush it. And then he's like, okay, I got to get it together. And then he gets together, and the next week he's like, oh, I got it together. And then he fucks it up. Yeah, Confidence is his worst enemy. I mean, and it's like the games he wins. Like, he wins these great games beating the Cardinals, just blows out the Saints, beats the Niners. Like, it's it's insane. But then you look at games he loses and, like, barely beat the Packers. Like, Right. And, like, if you want to be a playoff team, like, no offense to the Packers, they're an up-and-coming team. It's a new user trying to figure things out. But, like, you need to put that team away if you want to be a player. Yeah. You can't, like, squeak out wins like that. You, you have to take yeah, care like, of business. Losing to the Lions. Like, I don't want to, like, badge on teams that, like, aren't as good. But, like, how do you lose the Lions and beat the 49ers in the same season? Like, I, it's just not something that really happens that often, I would assume. Well, yeah, and you beat the, or the Rams. out of the Yeah, or look at the Rams. I mean, he lost to the Niners later in the season, but it wasn't. Where's the game? Oh, he's playing them this week. He lost, He split with the card. Did he beat the Cardinals one time? He split with the yeah, Cardinals. He split yeah. with the Cardinals. Those were both close games. But even just to play close games against what that is, and like that, I just talked about the Cardinals being hot. One of the only bad parts of that whole streak was when he played the Seahawks and threw one touchdown and two interceptions. That was the only negative touchdown interception ratio he had during that whole streak. So it's like, yeah, like the Seahawks are capable of playing these good games, but then they just... I feel I feel that really plays to his opponent, right? Because when he played me, I this guy threw a million defensive looks I haven't seen at all this season. Like, he threw a lot of things at me that I really had to, like, start focusing on and paying attention to because it's like, all right, he's running some shit like no one else is running right now and really disguising his coverages, and he does a good job. I just feel like he doesn't get up when he's playing some of these other guys in the league, and, you know, it is what it is. I mean... Yeah, I mean, so, you know, so, if you want to be a playoff team, you you got to go beat the guys you're supposed to beat. De- defense selection matters. I get the Black Magic coaching tree had had the Magic telling all his underlings <laughs> to run cover four versus me. I all of a sudden, like the second I throw one good pass, I just see cover four like twenty plays in a row. And I think it was our Fox after the game was like, "Yeah, BM told me that you can't throw against cover four. I was like, "Well, if you're going to run it every play, yeah, I'm going to figure out how to throw it eventually." <laughs> yeah. And then, and then I had I, I see cover two a ton now, so it's fine. Well, yeah, it's because you that, said you couldn't throw because you said it's all I ran against you to beat you, and then all of a sudden you see it every weekend. Oh yeah, no, it's on every weekend. I shred it every week. Well, because not everyone has four ninety speed linebackers in the cover two scenario. Why? <laughs> right, it makes cheesy audibles to illegal things. No one does that. So I have not been told why. it's illegal yet, so it's that's, fine. That's why. But all right, I go weed. Yeah. No, I was just going to say with the cover two, I, I stopped doing that. After everyone kind of gave you shit, I was like, yeah, I'll stop. Yeah, and now when I run a cover two, I just run a cover two I, the way it I comes. Rarely, I'll do it sometimes, oh, now, but it's nowhere, cover two? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's nowhere near what it, I, I used to do. It, it was every third down. I, I'd run it every third down. It was, I didn't do that. Yeah, no, I was, I was in – it got bad. Like, I, I got so dependent on it. Like, it was probably good to be, you know, called out on it. But it, it got to the point where it was like a crutch. Like I would feel vulnerable if I didn't come in like play it. 
Makes sense. Yeah. But, Don't worry, there's plenty of guys that will sit in the same coverage every third down. But there's yeah. plenty of guys that could beat it. Like it was like I couldn't do it versus Rock anymore. Like you play Rock enough, like he knew I was running in. He would just throw to the sidelines. You can beat that cover two and the gaps on the sidelines, and it, you know he he yeah. would just beat it over and over again. It's like all right, like gotta figure out something else. So. As much as it's cheesy, like it's only it, it's you don't get to play everyone enough to know what's coming, and not everyone's watching every stream. So, yeah, you know, it, we're not actually football coaches that know everything that every other team's doing, unless you're weed and unless you're weed when we the cycle, and he literally could tell you every play I was going to run before I ran it. So, there's only ten, so it's not hard to yeah. figure it out. I can count. <laughs> I mean, I I could not do not that. Not that either. high, but he can get there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's. I think we um took over on the cold slice. We will move to biggest pretender coming into the playoffs. Um, Moji, we'll let you start. Who do you think is um just someone that's going to be in the playoffs here that has kind of no chance of making anything happen? How is this different from the cold from the cold slice? Well, because Eagles were the cold slice, but we think they're going to win games. In, I'm taking Adele over a lot of other guys in the NFC. You know okay. what I mean? This yeah. is so someone like, that, like... A pretender, like, no offense, I come, like, there's zero chance I come goes out and wins the Super Bowl this year. Like, it's just not going to happen. Or wins a playoff game this year. I, he could win a playoff game. I can see him pulling one, but he's not, like, putting that run together and going on and winning the whole thing. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I mean, the Vikings are, I don't think the Falcons are ready. I, that quarterback and his attributes still, he's not that great. And it's, you know, if he has to travel and he get bad weather in the playoffs and the fact that they are one of the worst run teams of all time. I, I still don't like the Falcons. Um, you know, the defense is only going to carry you so far. I think the Raiders are kind of a pretender. They haven't been great. They're very up and down. The Chiefs are very up and down. The Chargers are up and down. Like, I don't know. Like, So outside of the, the, the division winners, I would say the only pretenders, I mean, you, you got the pretenders you had, the, the Falcons and the Vikings, but I think, I don't know that I'd say the Falcons are a pretender unless they get matched up against us, like the Niners somehow, you know, but they'd have to drop to a force, which I don't think is possible. Cause like the Vikings are going to play the Niners or the, or the Cardinals. Like that's what's going to happen. The, the Vikings are going to be the four seed. They're going to play one of right. those teams. They're probably losing. that game. They're losing. It's and Vikings, so yeah. the Falcons are going to end up against the Cowboys, Eagles. Or the Eagles. Eagles. So I, I kind of have to say that, yeah, the Falcons are my biggest pretender because I think they could easily lose against either one of those teams. I mean, they just lost to Tico. They're going to go into their first game against teams. I mean, the Eagles haven't been great. Cowboys have had a good season, um, mm. as much as Moji doesn't want to admit it. I was all on the Cowboys last podcast, and what do you do? He came out and laid an egg again, and he's going to miss the playoffs again. Every time I go out on a limb and say I'm expecting the Cowboys to do something and they're going to be good, he blows it every single time. And he got all pissed off in chat because I said his win was a fluke, but it, it like you got a lucky fumble recovery in overtime, and I think you scored like two touchdowns of fumble recoveries to beat Ramesu. Like, that's pretty fluky, dude. Like, And you've yeah. lost games down the stretch you're supposed to win. Go out and beat a good team and actually prove it. In a in a game that you need to get into the playoffs and prove to me that you can, you know, go do something. So you come out week fifteen. That's a huge game. What do you do? You lay an egg and you get beat up by the Eagles, who are not having a good season. Week fourteen, you lose to the Buccaneers, who are not as good of a team as you. You're gonna, you know, that's gonna be important for standings. And now you cost yourself seating, right? And yeah, you beat the Giants. Congratulations! Like St. John's School, the blind can beat the Giants. You know, show me show me a, a good win here. You got blown up by the Steelers in Week Twelve. Like, you you know, you won one game against a good team, and that's it. And it was a overtime win on a fumble recovery. Yeah, that's a fluky win. Like, I, it is what it is. You got beat up down the stretch. I don't know. Could, could they sure. Yeah. Hey, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, my bad. My biggest pretender. I, I was going to go with the Chiefs, but I don't know if the Chiefs are going to be in the playoffs now. I think the biggest pretender in there. It's crazy because they're most likely going to be a one seed. I think they beat the Browns. I'm pretty sure they're friends. I think you know he'll convince them to let him get the one seed in the game and not have to worry about tiebreakers. That's not how their friendships work. Whatever. I, I think he beats them even if they're not if friends. I was playing you. Do you think I'm letting you just have the one seed? Absolutely I think, not. I think our I'm friendships. I think our friendships are different than that crazy coaching tree over there. I don't think so. They all want to beat each other up, but they're not like giving out free wins to each other. They're even not if it's not a free win, I think he wins that game either way. I think there's no way he wins a playoff game. 
I think Steelers, you know. Yeah, well, because what? Uh, well, it depends how it all goes off. But like, I like who's going to win these other games: Jets, Broncos, me, or whoever I'm playing. Like, to go play the Steelers, whoever's the lower seed, or like, I think all the high seeds are going to win their games. So what? He'd end up facing me, and I just beat him. Like, I, I, I just, I don't think the Steelers are number one seed. I'd le- much like rather like the Jets or the Broncos to be the one seed from the AFC. I think they're the better teams. So, I think that you're a unique matchup for him, and you, he doesn't match up well against you because of how you play. Uh, you don't throw the ball more than five yards. So when you face teams that throw the ball down the field, I think that that's where that Steelers defense really shines. So if he plays a team like me or Aston or the Chiefs or the Raiders or the like, you know, the Chiefs, the Raiders, the Jets, and the Broncos, we throw the ball down the field a lot. You know, we're not stink and dunk like you are. So... I, I think that you're just a unique matchup and you run the ball solo, right? So he wins games off of turnovers. He then capitalizes on having short fields. He doesn't put a lot of pressure on Jordan Love, and that's how he's been successful all season. So when you don't throw receptions and you just run the ball for four or five yards of carry like you're capable of doing, you're just not a good matchup for him. Have you looked at the guy's stats in the season? The Steelers' defense is number one in literally every Everybody. single category, except for yeah. maybe one whether number two. Or they're, they're tied for one. Right now, they're first in points, they're first in yards, they're first in passing yards, they're first in rushing yards. Like, it's, the defense is very good. First good. in sacks, his, first in interceptions, and then tied in first in fumbles. His user um, D-line is the most annoying thing ever. I mean, you use your D-line in general is the most annoying thing No, ever. but I've yeah. had a lot of teams that do it. He's better at it. Like he's, it's, oh, he's definitely good at it, for sure. And the other guys on the D-line are also good, so it's like... Even if it's not him coming through, you're doubling him, and it actually works. Other people are coming. Like he, I had to switch up my game plan against him because he kind of got into cover four for a good half of the game, which you need time to get things to open up against, and there was just no time. Like I was getting sacked over and over again, and that has to be where people are throwing picks. Because I mean, we all know the getting hit animation pick thing is yeah. how it works. So. I, I was playing the game, and I was like, I completely see how this defense is unbelievable because the pressure's there, and the, of course the secondary is good enough to, if you're throwing at anything into coverage, you're most likely throwing picks or not completing passes. So I get why it works. I just, I, I would think that there's people that could put up more points than him even with that happening. And Minka uh, Fitzpatrick, yeah. he's one of those guys who doesn't make sense, like, you he's beat. He's he's on two seam routes and he's biting hard on this one. You throw it here, it's a pick. It doesn't matter. You throw it near that dude. Yeah, he's doing the. He's got the. I think he's got the acrobat thing. But he just leaps and soars all over the field like fucking leaps. Superman. And he's got stick him on his hands. He doesn't drop picks and he shoots all over the field. So you can't even. You can't throw it remotely anywhere he's near got, that guy. He's got even if he's open. Like don't even try it. So he's got pick artist and momentum shift. Um, and tip drills. So, like, he's just made to get picks. <laughs> yeah. And that's how his defense is set up, right? They're made yeah. to get that, and then they want you to throw it into tough coverage. That's what they do. They have a very good D-line, they have a very good secondary, and they have a good linebacking core. The defense is amazing. Look, if you look at the offensive numbers, though, they're 22nd in pass yards. Uh, they're 21st in rush yards. You know, they're 10th in points, but how much of that is the defense scoring? Right? So, I Jordan mean, Love is suspect. Like he's not sixteen touchdowns, twenty-two picks is not great. Like he's just over three thousand yards through. You know he hasn't played his last week yet, but still, I mean, you know he'll get a thousand yard running back if he starts Babino this week, which I'm sure he'll. And I mean, if he it, the, the problem with the Steelers are he's going to struggle a lot more in these tight, like ground and pound playoff type games where you know the ball's not being thrown all over the yard. And that's kind of how I beat him in the playoffs last year. That's how you were able to beat him last week or where you guys played two weeks ago, I'm sure. And that's what he's going to see in the playoffs. You're not going to have guys just chucking it around the yard like they do in the regular season. So he's going to need to – either that defense has to step up and make plays anyway or he needs to be just as sharp offensively, and I think that's where he could fall a little short. Well, and yeah, I, also, great. you look at playoff, like I think he's been trying to dev Jordan Love, try to get something out of him. He's throwing the ball way more than he used to in the past. He's – you know, and he's not one of the – best throwers of the ball. He's a great runner of the ball and, you know, Babin's great, but he's not running it as much as he... I mean, he's still going to be a good running back. He's going to have to put up a thousand yards, but it's not what it was before. And you then look at Jordan Love. He's he's throwing interceptions. You know, he has that negative touchdown interception ratio, but you look at Jacob Eason, who comes in after him, has four touchdowns, one interception. You know, higher percentage, all this stuff. It looks like once 
if Jordan Love's out of a game, he goes back to the running. He kind of goes back to. You yeah, know, I mean, uh, but he threw, he threw forty eight passes all season. Like, no, I'm not saying it's a ton. That's but, such a small sample size. Who gives a shit? That's like two games of this guy playing all year. 48, 40 attempts for four touchdowns. I mean, he went four hundred attempts with Jordan Love and threw sixteen. Like, I get it, but it, yeah, it's a, I mean, it, everyone he, he plays different with their backup. Yeah, I'm just. I, I think what I'm saying is that when he's coming into the playoffs, he's not going to give a shit about Jordan Love throwing the ball anymore. He's going to run it. He's going to be a safer with the ball. You know, I. I I think he just he knew his defense could do shit for him. And I think that's going to switch in the playoffs. I think you're going to see him be a little more conservative on offense. His defense is, even if people are being conservative against him, they're still going to be good. But I just, I, I see him coming into a matchup where, I think, unless there's an upset where the Raiders or someone beats you or me, or and they end up getting, going to see him, I could see it being different. But, you know... I see all of us winning. I mean, there's a good chance I end up going to play him. So we'll see what happens. We'll have a rematch. Let's go Steelers. What's next? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's assuming Chiefs aren't in because I got destroyed by them earlier this season. I'm just praying they don't make it. Um, so we will go to – we're going to let you kind of run a little bit of a slice that our other co-hosts used to and talk about some of these Rookie of the Year type awards. And we'll, maybe we'll talk about MVP and some other stuff. Um, races as we kind of get towards the end here. Well, offensively, there's there's really like three front runners. Obviously, Gabe Peak, my guy, uh, the running back from Denver, Alex Herbert. He's got 900 yards, so he's, he could potentially break the 1,000 yard mark. And he's headed. He's 400 yards above the next rookie rusher. And then obviously you have uh, the receiver from the Falcons, Rich Walker. He's got 15, almost 1,500 yards, 17 touchdowns. 18 touchdowns. 18 touchdowns. That's ridiculous. Um, and then kind of a couple like sleepers there, like Deion Clemens, the receiver from the Cardinals. Until this pod, I really didn't even know about this guy. <laughs> yeah. Like, who's Deion Clemens? We think about when we think about the Cardinals, we think of Hopkins. Um, but he has a thousand yards. Yeah, and the, the uh, six touchdowns doesn't put him in the conversation, but I, I'm sure you're going to mention Moji's guy next, Delvin Fox. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so Fox is a guy that I liked. Uh, th- he didn't end up coming in at a higher. He's just normal dev, right? Uh, yep. But he's fast, short and fast. Yeah, I really like him. How many uh, touchdowns does he have? He's got 11. 11. So I would yeah, put him in the race. Yeah, also. put him above that because he's only down by like 40 it's, yards. It's, listen, it's a two. It's a two horse race. Yeah, I, I think it's Rich Walker, Gabe Peak, and it's Peak, yeah. right? And you know, you could say different things, and people have different philosophies how they're voting. I. I think that going 11 and four, potentially 12 and four, as a rookie quarterback, coming in, winning your division against you know a guy who's won a Super Bowl already this cycle, um, you know, taking a fairly young team, throwing 35 touchdowns at 21 picks with a game to go, and being just shy of 4,000 yards, like that's a great season. I don't care how much someone wants to force feed one of their wide receivers. I'm taking those numbers by a quarterback every day of the week. It's the guy's been fantastic. He's a great player, and you know, I, we definitely deserve that award. I 100% agree, um, and it's kind of because, I mean, Rich Walker is the number one wide receiver in the draft. He was expected to be very good. He has everything to be good. What was Gabe Peaks? what was he, the third or fourth quarterback taken? Four. I think he was four. The yeah. fourth I want to say four. He was the seventh pick in the first round, but I think he was like the fourth. He, he was kind of the guy lower on everyone's list. You know, he was the, the fastest guy, which right. people thought. Yeah. And I know Moji. I know you gave it a millisecond thought of maybe going with him and not I'm trading up. Um, but yeah, just the fact that he's running quarterback, you know, it's, the throw power is so good at, at ninety. I don't know what he started at. How far you've dubbed him there? Eighty nine. He only went it, up one. Yeah, so only up one. But like he was kind of this like kind of throwing and uh, running quarterback, and made him very much a throwing quarterback. And that's a lot to say for you, but that's not easy to do. So like I think he's my clear vote i mean we probably have to vote for two and you know walker will get the other vote but i, I just think that's the winner there when it comes to offense how many rushing touchdowns he have this year we one maybe i didn't run much with him i'm looking i, I think it's only one. Five, but, you know, I, I see the last few weeks he has zero but i can't yeah. pull up all of the weeks yeah, I, I see it's one. It's one. i mean yeah. his, his his numbers are so good anyway 
just throwing the ball, it's not going to matter. He's going to win. He should win. Yeah, I think so. so. It's hard for me to to come into the segment and be like, hey, suck my dick, you know? Like, <laughs> I, so I, I, I didn't realize sure when we um, mentioned this that you were probably the front runner on that. So let's move over to the defensive yeah. side. What are your thoughts over there? Jump back over. Yeah. It didn't seem like it was such a loaded class, except for all of JP's safeties that he drafted. <laughs> Correa like, is very good. JP Correa was a guy that I thought win. about. Like, Correa is very good, and he's a pain in my ass, and I hate him. Yeah. Um, the only downfall with that guy is that he was short and slow, but he's got the he's got the uh, the attributes that or the not attributes. What's the other thing? He's got the yeah. He's got the abilities that are really good. like the pick artist or not pick artist. It's acrobat. So he mm-hmm. just like jumps yeah. and does these things that don't make sense, kind of like uh, Minka. But he's he's the guy to me, and I think it's pretty clear. Now you could say like maybe the the linebacker lands, but it's just a bunch of tackles, right? So it's, it's, JP's, JP's linebacker was good too, though. I don't know how many well, tackles he fits on the team. I mean, it's two less on two Daddy less. leagues. I don't know what it. I know that's I'm checking it less. now, but I mean, he finished with three sacks and six picks. Like that's that's good for a rookie linebacker, right? So. I'm I mean, checking out how many tackles The top sack for a rookie was six at of Minnesota. I love that it's 109 tackles, 14 tackles for loss, three six sacks. Six six er, and I promise you he's getting another pick, probably three more tackles for a loss, so probably a sack against Glenn this week. So <laughs> he might end up pulling it out. He might, he uh, yeah, he might. You play Glenn, it's just that petting for your whole team. It's and then good. he makes it – makes it if, if he makes the playoffs, then right. yeah. I think it, that that's probably the best – you're has right. to be one of those two guys. If he yeah. somehow doesn't win a defensive rookie of the year, what he did in the draft, it's he killed the robbery. draft, didn't he? Yeah, it's highway robbery. So let's move over to let's just talk about some of the actual non rookies real quick. We got offensive player of the year. What what are your guys' thoughts? Who do you think's gonna pull in something here? Could Walker win that too? Um, no, most likely not. I mean, DJ Moore. Chris Godwin and Amari Cooper all have more yards. I don't know about touchdowns off the top of my head. Let's jump over here real quick. Sorry. Complete list. So, Blaylock, Madden likes Blaylock, and he he is a really good receiver out of the backfield. I don't know if it's just how I, – I, I do know. It, it's kind of how Ernest uses him, but he's, like, super fast, and I think he's he's got, like, three games just, like, here recently that I looked at where he had over 1,000 yards receiving. And for a running back in our league – and yeah, it just doesn't seem like it's happening very much. So I really like that out of him. Now, let me jump over to. I this. mean, Kyler. Had, yeah, I mean Kyler. The top of that. Yeah. Is Thirty-seven yeah. touchdowns, sixteen yeah. picks, forty-one hundred, almost forty-two hundred yards, and he still has a game to go. So he's probably going to finish with around yeah. forty touchdowns. You know, I mean, he pulled a, he pulled away so much in these past six weeks. I, like I said earlier, yep. right, saying he was hot. Like me and him were in this race of doing something, and he just. That 20 to whatever, six, 20 touchdowns and six interceptions, he put up the end of the season. It was just a, a crazy stat line. And it's probably going to be cons- you know deserving of winning it in my book. Um, Rich Walker, even though he is only a fraction, like 50 yards out back, he dominates in touchdowns for wide receivers. So he's definitely going to be in the conversation. But He's number one in yards in Madden. Oh, this guy hasn't updated to that game yet, but the, the, yeah. these other guys haven't played either. Godwin and yeah. Moore and Cooper. But yeah. when it just comes to touchdowns from last week, he is very much – he has 18 to – the next is Amari Cooper with 14, you know, so – Kyler's winning. Kyler's three touchdowns already right now yeah, in the third quarter. It's over. He's, <laughs> yeah, he's, got, he's got 40 already. He's winning. It's done. Yeah, he's yeah. going to finish probably close to 44, 4,500 yards. He's winning. He, I mean, yeah. Is he putting up that big of a game? Season. I don't know. I'm not watching it. Uh, King John just said, it, but if he has three touchdowns already in the third, you got to assume he's got at least 200 yards. Yeah, yeah, that's his. So let's move over to the defensive side. I mean, Minka Fitzpatrick has to be up there. But then you look dumb. at Carl Lawson in Cincinnati, which it's hard to vote for someone like that. But 23 sacks is 23 sacks is wild. But I mean, if, if you're going to get 14 picks with potentially more on the way and leading the number one defense and the number one seed in the AFC. It's hard to go against just with what the guy your what your unreal. team's done. With what your right. team's done means so much more. I mean, the Bengals aren't right. What did that twenty? I mean, twenty three sacks is a phenomenal season. Like blowing everyone away. But what did it lead? But like, you know what I mean? What? I'd, I'd rather give it to Brian Burns the with sixteen. Brian Burns with sixteen sacks for Pittsburgh. 
you know, yeah, it's seven less and it's one less than Silver's in the, you know, in New York, but those teams aren't doing anything. You know, just the, the combination of Brian Burns with 16 sacks and Minka Fitzpatrick with 14 interceptions for the Steelers is, you know, that defense. And Chris Jones. Chris Jones, I think, has more than Brian Burns. So it's like, he's got a lot of dudes, man. Yeah, I mean, I think that in a lot of situations, the way that the Steelers' defense is, is that secondary is real good, and I think it helps out some of these guys. Don't get me wrong, like they get good pass rush from the jump, but I think he does get a good amount of car sacks as well because no one's open against that team, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> these guys are smothered, so... I think that it's going to be Minka. He has 76 tackles on the year. Only three tackles for loss, no sacks, but 14 picks. The guy's unbelievable covering the deep third of the field, and he just does everything. So I, I don't know. I mean, you look at it, Devin Bush could be up there too. 152 tackles is fucking insane, and nine tackles for loss, and he had eight picks on the year. It's not a bad option either. What about this? Uh, what about the corner from Miami? What is Where did this guy come from? Uh, Carlson? Yeah. Yeah. He's good. He has a good year. He jumps everything. Is that what it is? Like, why? He's not, he's, I don't, I don't even know. think he's, he's highly rated or anything. He's just fast as shit. Yeah. I don't understand. Yeah, I don't know. He just, what, that cover, man-to-man cover, press every single play that BM runs, every single play, it works for him, so. I see. Yeah. I see. The guy gets some picks in the slot. Yeah, so this one's kind of a little bit, a little bit rougher, but I still think that there's still some front runners and. Yeah, I mean, Week 17 could have a big impact, right? If someone has a monster game and pulls yeah. out a couple of sacks or a couple of interceptions or whatever. Keep talking yeah. for a minute, guys. I'm setting up our final segment here. How do we setting how it do, up? How do we, in terms of voting, do we look at user versus non-user? So Carl Lawson, I know versus, in my game, I think he had sack. He had three sacks versus me, but I think they're all three were user sacks. Does that change your way of voting if it's a user sack or if it's not? No, not necessarily because – I mean, you look at some guys like what Aston does with his linebacker, right? Like, that guy's going to be a, up there for defensive player of the year yeah. as well. He's got a million force fumbles, and he's playing really good. But, you know, like, Aston controls that guy all game. I don't count that again. You know That's what I true. mean? That's true. Yeah, right. You know, so, you know, how many times has Simmons won defensive player of the year? And, you know, Remesso uses him a lot of the time. It's not every play, but he, right. he certainly uses him plenty. That's true. So, That's I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't think that that really factors in too much. Um I'm more worried about team success. I think plays in more of a part for me than, yeah. I mean, at least like, like I'm never like Silvers will never get my vote, you know, just because he's second in sacks. The team stinks, and you know, he, sure he had a good year, but he doesn't make him defensive player of the year. You know, those sacks are clearly not impactful enough to change his team, right? Where Minka's picks, you can make that argument, like, all right, he's definitely a real reason why the Steelers are legit. Yeah. I, I think that that part factors in more for me. Deion Jones, he looks pretty good. 17 tackles for loss, two sacks, and 10 interceptions. I like that. I'm looking at this. He's probably got a couple fumbles on there, too. He just won. All right, but guys. He's, he's a tough guy for me, too. We can move on to the final segment here. I've made up some brackets, so I'm going to ask you guys to you know, say winners. We're going to trick the playoffs. Did you ready. hand draw all these up? Yeah, see. You know, it's like a million websites we're gonna use. <laughs> yeah, I'm not taking the time to do that. So, this is just these could these team these, these games may not be right. They may not be, but this is where we're gonna go with. So, seeding in the zero Steelers at one, Broncos at two, Jets at three, Jags at four, Raiders at five, Chargers at six, Bills at seven. So that we'll put our first game as the Broncos Bills. Who do you guys have there? Broncos. I got Broncos, Broncos. also. Broncos. All right. So then we have the Jets Chargers. Jets. Jets. Yeah, I mean, I I think so too. It's oh, games against... think so, let's go Jets, and then you get the Jags Raiders. I mean, I'm going Jags. I'm taking the Raiders. I'm going Jags. Right. No, I'm taking the Jets. Tico chokes in playoff games. All <laughs> right, so then that will put me for the Steelers, and it will have the Broncos and Jets playing. So we'll start with me versus the Steelers. Steelers. Jaguars. I mean, I have to vote for myself, so we got to go Jaguars, but. <laughs> And Such then we got Broncos, Jets. I vote Jets. I vote Broncos. Fuck. Broncos. <laughs> I think I'm like, I'm not going to say it, actually. Never mind. I think that no, next year, if we're, if we're talking about next season, I might pull Jets just because you got another year with the development of the quarterback. But this year, I'm going Broncos. So you're going Broncos. 
So then we that puts us with the Jags and Broncos. I go back to the AFC Championship game. Broncos. Yeah. Broncos. I mean, after his complaining, Broncos. after his complaining, our game last year, he's going to come out with some shit. So I also would yeah. have to vote for the Broncos. So Broncos. All right. But. To the Super Bowl. We'll go to the NFC. I have the Washington football team at the one seed. Cards at two, three. Falcons, four Vikings. Niners at five. Eagles at six. Bucks at seven. First game is the Cardinals versus the Buccaneers. Cardinals in a landslide. Cardinals. Yep, I will agree. The Buccaneers are flat. Falcons, Eagles. I think we might have our first upset here. A low seed winning. I get the Eagles. Eagles. I kind of want to go Falcons, but it doesn't matter at this point. I really like the Falcons, but I'm going Eagles. Wait, you know what that does to you, right? I know exactly what that does to me. Vikings, (laughs) Niners. It's all just pencil in the Niners. Niners, sure. All right, so we have Washington ball team. We got division games here. That's why they call the division around, Patty. Washington versus Eagles. Niners <laughs> versus Cards. I got the Washington football team. I'm picking Eagles. I can't pick. I can't pick myself. Decided mode. Washington football team. Washington <laughs> football team to the championship game. Niners Cardinals. This game is so hard to decide. I'm going Cardinals. I'm going Cardinals. Weed, your vote doesn't matter. Yeah. Who would I, you I, go with? Who would you rather play? Cardinals. Right. I'd rather play the Cardinals. Yeah. Think you match up better? No. It's a funner game. Okay. I agree. Yeah. It, I wouldn't want to play the Niners. It's the Niners in the playoffs. I mean, the Cardinals have been getting yeah. playoffs recently, too, but the Niners in the playoffs is just not, especially with Lamar, it's not something you want. So, I'm want- not defending Jeff. Like, he's. Like, that's a, definitely a tougher game, Pat. What? Playing the Cardinals. Yeah, I mean, I, they're both tough games. You you want to play either of those teams? Oh, I'd rather play the Eagles. Yeah, same. So Washington football team versus the Cardinals. I'm going to stay with my Washington football team vote. I like them right now. I'm going to go with Cardinals experience. Uh, yeah. And then also they were you they won rookie, it last year, defending rookie. champs. I'm going Cardinals. Cardinals. Cardinals, Broncos, Super Bowl. I'm going Broncos. I think he has to win one eventually. As as I don't. I, I'm waiting for it, and I'm picking him every year till he does. It's gonna yeah, happen. I don't yeah. want to say it. I don't want to say he's gonna get there, but if that ends up being the game, and I was betting on it, I, I think I'm gonna go Broncos also. I'm going Cardinals. All right. I, uh, we'll do our votes here. So we got Broncos, Moji, Pat, Cardinals, Weed. We'll see how this comes. I I try to put initials. That paper will never be there in a, two weeks when we record again. I would like to see the, the results of this. Yeah, so who voted for Washington football team? Me and Moji? Yeah. Card- Did we all vote Cardinals? Yeah. No, you said Niners. Didn't I- you? No, we all said Cardinals, yeah. Yeah. All right, I have initials next to everything. We'll see what happens. We'll see who's right there. Right there. Yeah, I mean, look at look at these scribbles, all right? That's really beautiful. You can see that. Well, good job. <laughs> it just looks like a blue line. I can't really. It's just. It just it, looks like paper. To be honest, if you could see Arabic, it, I would have no idea. If you could see it, it doesn't make sense either. And I'm going to come in here to work tomorrow. I'm going to throw it away. So we're never. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that paper will never be there. All right, I'll take a picture of it. If maybe I won't delete my photos. Okay, good luck. Let's see what happens. All right, I think that's it. You guys got anything else to say? Yeah, no. I think we broke everything. I think that obviously week 17 is still massive, and there's a lot on the line, and. And, you know, if we get an upset or two, it changes completely everything. So, And everything we said could be wrong. So, you know. You're, we're used to that for you, but you know, <laughs> the rest of us, it doesn't happen as often. Hey, if I go back to another AFC Championship game, I'll be happy. Make it four straight. It's great. We're all just ecstatic for you. Yeah. I can tell. I love it, guys. All right. That's it. Red Zone. Enjoy the final week. Enjoy playoffs. We'll see you after this all ends up. Good season, fellas. See you, Red Zone.